welcome back to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Woo! about folklore. Mm, maybe not wearing MAGA hats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although so, I've always wanted one just to like wear it ironically and see please. how fast it gets snatched off my head. Just don't. But <laughs> we don't talk politics here. We actually, yeah, we, we try and... Yeah. Um, anywho, yeah, so United States of American folklore. I love folklore as you've probably learned in the many episodes and actually I thought we haven't had a folklore specific one in a while, so... Um, but our Coven Corner is going to be our favorite summer treat, drink, food, just because I want to keep it light and summery. Mm-hmm. So, okay. let's go first. I will, because mine's really simple. Uh, I'm not the biggest sweets person, but in the summer, what I want is I want fruity-flavored ice. So, I'm talking shaved ice with some sort of citrusy, lemonade-y thing on it. Or, like, uh, tiger's blood I like, you know? Ooh, yes. Mainly because it's called tiger's blood. Yes. I'm not sure what's in it, but whatever. And popsicles, specifically lime popsicles. <laughs> I will eat an entire box over the course of a couple days, especially if I'm not feeling too hot in the stomach. I eat uh, a basically lime popsicles until I become a lime. Um, not going to get scurvy. So True. Yay. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of real fruit in those popsicles. It says it's a real fruit popsicle. <laughs> there was a watermelon lime real fruit one at a farmer's market I went back to. It was amazing. Not too sweet. You loved it. Yeah. My mom makes um, grapefruit mimosa popsicles oh. whenever I'm home because she knows I like them a lot and no one else eats them, but I will eat like three in a day. Just like, yeah, this is my life now. <laughs> I like it. I like um, so Sonic you live somewhere that doesn't have Sonic. I am sorry for your life. Just kidding. Uh, but it's got blue Malibu. Or no, 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 orange. It's called can't talk today, dang it. Uh, ocean water with Malibu, and it oh. makes like this, like really. For two fruity. seconds, I was like, What Sonic you going to that gives you Malibu? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, bring your own Malibu. <laughs> yeah, um, we're, it's not Eskimo Hut. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, that was really cute. He just put the toy on her laptop. <laughs> that was really adorable. <laughs> and my <laughs> other favorite thing is gonna be it's like fruit pie. There's probably like a thousand names for it, but like the bottom is like a sugar cookie, and then you do like a uh, Cool Whip, and then you put just all kinds of fruit on it, and you cut it up. Oh, it's so good. That sounds amazing. I know. I don't like any crusts. I don't like. I'm not a crust person. I usually person. don't. But the sugar cookies. Like I'm okay with like traditional flaky pie crust. 
I'm cool with that too. But like the graham cracker crust, I'm like, hey. see, I like that because I want a better, more filling soft to uh, crust ratio. I'm a hand pie person, which is essentially crust with a teeny bit of jam. But like that's not a, that's not even crust though. That's like pastry that's like puff. Pastry, yeah. yeah, and but it's, it's delicious. Crust. <laughs> I, I think I like. I think I, I think I'm the opposite. I think I like mostly crust, which is sad because my do it new diet is like no crust. All of it's bad, and of course that's my favorite part. So mm. yeah, I'll just I, have the fruit. I will figure <laughs> out how to make awesome crust with very low carbs for you. You can just do what happened to my first ever blueberry cobbler, which the crust just like evaporated in the oven. So we had hot blueberry compote on our ice cream. (laughs) I like doing marzipan instead of crust a lot of the time, but not everyone likes marzipan. Never have. Um, But the other thing that I have done before is just apple pie filling heated and then I get a bunch of graham crackers. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) because I'm too lazy to actually get a pie, I don't buy pies in store. You know, I'm not going to make it, but I I'm, like the filling. <laughs> you would like those apple french fries that they do at, like, Disneyland, oh. where it's, like, mm-hmm. sliced apples into the shape of a fry, and they yeah. cover it with, like, cinnamon sugar, and then they, like, deep fry it, I guess. I don't yes. know. Or bake them. They probably bake them, because yes. it's supposed to be the healthy alternative. That's yeah, nice. okay. it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I know. So I looked up, apparently, they, I couldn't figure out where they don't have Sonic, um, but I can tell you that there's a Sonic beach in Florida. So yay, yeah, cool. I remember like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Where is Sonic?" And I was like, "Uh." <laughs> so, what about you, Maureen? Watermelon, straight up. Yeah. And then nice. once I, yeah, we'll go ahead and say for the record, once I turned twenty-one, <laughs> anything alcoholic, <laughs> super good. I, I love me a pina colada. The wink. There was a stage wink. <laughs> So I'm going to combine those, and my favorite summer drink, because you can usually only get it to about, about some time, is watermelon margarita. Because mm. watermelon and tequila, they go together. Yes. Well, you I remember when tequila. we went to, like, on the border, and we were like, oh, these are so good. Yeah, I had a little too many before performance. It was not good. Um, yeah. But, so that's my favorite drink, and actually, dessert-wise, it's a strawberry, or it's like shortbread with a cool whip and fresh strawberries. Mm-hmm. Strawberry, strawberry shortcake. shortcake. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> Jinx. But there is a different strawberry shortcake. Yeah, yeah, so like it just depends. Um, but also, now that you say cobbler, that's pretty much like a year thing, but like specifically like peach cobbler? That's yeah, I feel like for Texas, it's a year-round thing. Cobbler is cobbler year-round. Is, oh, yeah. see, cobbler is a winter thing for me. Because oh. it's like all the frozen berries, you kind of throw them into a pie pan. Well, see, for us, it's like more like it's warm, so it's like nice. But cobbler is pretty much a year-round thing. But peach yeah. and like blueberry and apple, that's like winter. But like peach and yeah. maybe cherries, that's like summer. The boy cashin cobbler combination is peaches and blueberries, mm. and that is pretty solid. And you don't have to be a boy to be caught by it. Then maybe <laughs> I, I make um, boy catching smoothies a lot. Yeah, <laughs> blueberry peaches. Um, yeah, so that's our summer stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna eat until I like turn into a beach ball. You know, just I'll like just circular. keep drinking the alcohol. Someone just roll me back <laughs> home. <laughs> you know, I really do wish I liked tequila because it's supposed to be like the only one that's not a depressant. You know, I really don't like tequila either. It's my go-to, guys. It's the only thing that makes oh, me sick. It's my Vodka go-to gin. for certain occasions <laughs> because there Depending are certain on effects <laughs> that should not happen all the time. I drink. <laughs> They've happened to my house a few times. <laughs> what well, you have tequila? <laughs> 
Probably because someone else brought it. Oh, I guess I can't really say that anymore, because technically I did vom after the mimosa day, mm, but I had, like, true. what probably amounted to, like, 12 normal-sized yeah. mimosas. Yeah, oh. okay, so, like... I did not have 12 drinks, but I had probably about five or six of those have, really tall glasses. I have this yeah. D&D friend who oh, likes... Oh, heavy. <laughs> who likes to pour heavy. He's also, like, the He's world champion... <laughs> the champion at, uh... Beer pong, and so yeah, whenever, he did what my ass. So I was like watching him make mimosas for people, and it was like how I like to make mimosas, which is champagne and a little flavor of orange juice. <laughs> and Morgan was drinking them like it was orange juice. They were delicious, okay. Despite yeah. it being cheap champagne. And I had made biscuits and gravy for everyone, so everyone was like, I blame her nasty vegan food. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. A really good. I was Your gonna, gravy was solid. I make a good gravy because I think I'd be kicked out of the South if I couldn't make a good white gravy. I would not have known that those were mushroom bits if you hadn't told me. Yeah. Like, I knew, I would have known that they weren't sausage bits, but I don't think I would have guessed mushroom. Yeah, because they're extra smoky and fried. So yeah, you did, <laughs> your gravy was very good. Yeah, so we had biscuits and gravy. And <laughs> I just was sitting there and I was like, yep, cat, we need to leave. Right now. <laughs> right now. Because I was, like, kind of doing the thing, oh, let me help you clean that up, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm sorry, but right now. And we got into my car, and she was like, are you ready? I'm like, hold on. Door open. <laughs> and then I was like, did anybody see that? She, I think you lied to me, but she told me no. Huh? Well, no one really was paying attention, so I'm assuming no. So. so drunk. And that's our fun, Catherine throws a party and everyone gets drunk story. But see, I yeah, never yeah. get drunk, even at your parties. I've never gotten drunk drunk at your parties. Yeah. I get pretty tipsy. Yeah. I think that's because the first, that was like the first time I knew, like, Eddie wasn't going to be there. Oh, true. <laughs> like, where's Morgan going? What's Morgan doing? Of course, he's a girlfriend now, so that's a thumbs up. Yeah. But like. No one was interested in me at that party, which is a good thing. <laughs> I didn't have to be on guard. <laughs> be like, no! <laughs> Not drunk enough for that. <laughs> no, we just played Dance Dance Revolution and sang, you know, fun songs. That sounds pretty flippin' awesome. We should have yeah. sang more. I sang none in that entire time. I sang a couple group songs with people, sort of. But, like, there was definitely someone messaged me the next day and went, did you sing? And it went, was me, I think. Because I was like, you should have sang. And I was like, eh. I do like how a lot of our drunk parties end up with singing. Like, the one time the police got called because we were doing Disney. Was he to say Disney? We're all yeah. musicians. Yeah. And we all know Disney because we were born in the 90s. Disney! You know? <laughs> Millennials. Ooh, are you ready for this? You know what also Disney does is they do a movie on Pecos Bill. And you know what Pecos Bill is? American folklore. I literally said that. Segway! Oh, oh, just read that name actually, so it's really funny that you said it. Segway! <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? I mean, I can. Again, of American if you want me to. Culture. I don't okay, go for it. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> I am a southern east coast sort of lady, um, which means that I had some vague idea about this, this part of the folklore. Um, except I wasn't quite sure how to explain it, and so now I've looked it up and I know how to explain it. So, there is an island off of South Carolina, and the culture within this island is called Gullah. So if you ever watched Gullah Gullah Island... I was going to say Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah. Gullah Gullah. Yeah. Only part of that theme song I remember. So, like, there's, like, the Gullah culture on these islands off of South Carolina, which means that sometimes they go to Savannah, Georgia. 
And so uh, what a lot of times you'll see, this is a very touristy take on it, so I'm really sorry. Look it up, it's a fascinating culture. G-U-L-L-A-H? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but they, there's these like, um, I think they're called salt grass baskets that are absolutely stunning, and there's this entire folklore that comes along with it with a bunch of um, mythology, and it's a very deep and twisty mythology, and so I'm going to do my best to sort of highlight one specific part of it, um, and it's the Boo Hag. So, the Boo Hag is a mythical creature in the Gullah um, culture, and it's part of the regional hag myth. Um, so, there's a couple things about Boo Hags um, that you kind of have to understand. is that um, there's this um, belief that people have a soul and a spirit. Um, and so, when the souls leave the body on uh, death, it, it's a good soul. It ascends to heaven or whatever you believe. And um, the spirit has a different function. Uh, a good spirit will stay behind and watch over the family um, and will protect them if needed. But if you're like kind of not a good person in your spirit, uh, they turn into a boo hag. So the boo hag is somewhere between a witch and a vampire similarity um, for sort of popular culture references. Um, they, but instead of vampires like biting necks and sucking blood, they gain sustenance from a person's breath, um, and they ride their victims. Um, I know. Okay, uh, They're also they also have no skin, um, and thus are uh, red. So they go. So you just imagine this like skinless red thing like flailing about your hometown. Trying to ride me. Um, Gross. And so there's a couple things that they'll do. So like. Um, Sorry, we're in um, Morgan's new apartment, which, if you can hear that air, we are sorry. I, I warned we're that it hot. might be a little loud, because it's a unit. Well, but it's right I, behind my head, so I'm like, I can't hear anything you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, so, it's going to get a little warm in here. So, essentially, what happens is um, the Boo Hag will use witchcraft to manipulate people um, into being around them when they're going to go to sleep. So, they get your trust, and then you take a nap. And um, so... Uh, one of the cultural things, because of this belief that they come after you when you're sleeping, there's a gala saying that is basically, like, instead of saying goodnight, they say, um, don't let the hag ride you. <laughs> yeah. I'll try my own <laughs> That sounds like a mean thing to say about someone's wife. True. <laughs> don't let the hag um, <laughs> But, so, uh, basically, they, oh, and they have blue veins, so floppy, red, skinless thing, blue veins. Um... So what they do is they uh, need to survive in the real world, which means that they're going to steal somebody's skin. So they take somebody's skin, that's one of their victims, they live in this person's body um, without suspicion because they have their skin, um, and at night they shed their skin and they go looking for a victim to ride. So creepy. Um, they can get into your house through small openings, they're like contortionists. Um, if your window is slightly opened or you have a crack in your wall, um, they can get through there for whatever reason. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I always sleep with some sort of creak and crack in my house, you know? Live in old houses. Um, but, um, so what they do is they get into your bedroom and they sit on your chest. And, um, when you're sleeping and you're on your back, they sit on your chest and they start sucking the air out of you. Um, and then they sneak away before you can, um... Uh, before the sun comes up, 
Because they'll be destroyed if the sun comes up. Are we sure it's not just like a sphinx cat? <laughs> Pink, hairless, sucking the life out of you. Because cats will sit on your chest. They, I mean, yeah, they crush you. So, but um, so, uh, so this sounds horrible, and it's one of those things that they, what people say if their boo hag is coming to visit you a lot, you like get enough sleep. In quotation marks, but you're always tired. Like it's those people who wake up every morning and are like. Ugh. So, so uh, you're guys, visited by a boo hag. I, I have a boo hag. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get rid of her. I think so, all of us do. Uh, so basically, well, well, I don't sleep. So, and I've got my my shadow man to protect me from boo hags. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> continue. So there's some warning signs to let you know the boo hag is close. Oh. Uh, the air will become very hot and damp. So not an issue in Lubbock. Um, and then it'll smell like something is rotting slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Basically, if you wake up exhausted after full night's rest, you've been visited by a boo hag. Uh, but they do have weaknesses, which is my favorite thing to like bring out. It's like, I'm, I'm prepared. How do you get rid of it? <laughs> so you don't necessarily get rid of them immediately. So if you wake up and you're already, like, they're already on your chest, just like, let it happen. Because that's what they say. Because if you fight, they'll take your skin. And then they'll inhabit your body. Yeah, I have a it's fight so more than a flight. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is what they're saying. But if like you see combo. them, like, they're, like, hanging out close by, and you see there's really creepy red little bodies I'm doing like this. And it's oh, beautiful. <laughs> um, and they're, like, coming through your door crack. Um, <laughs> what you do is you get a straw broom or a colander. Because apparently boo hags are incredibly curious creatures. Bless you. Um, and they need to uh, count things. They love to count things. They're vampires. Apparently. Um, and so, <laughs> one broom straw. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Um, so, or a brush with a lot of bristles, because if they see it and you show it to them, they have to count every single one of the bristles. <laughs> Get a brush. I know, but I'm not doing Or so a bad. broom. Um, and right. so they'll um, they'll count every less uh, straw broom. They are actually incredibly fast counters, though, according to multiple accounts of boo hags coming into people's houses. They have to keep handing them things to try to get through the night. Is they're just like a broom and a hairbrush and a mop and a colander, you know? And so this boo hag's sitting there and counting as fast as it can, trying to get to them. Because um, they have this compulsion, and so basically, if you are able to keep them from getting to you, um, they'll get so distracted that they won't notice the sun is about to come up. And if they don't have a skin before the sun comes up, they um, they like burn, disintegrate. Just like Ellen sacrificing herself yeah. and that's rock too. So the other thing to do, if you think there's a blue head around but you're not quite sure, and you're like mm, suspicious. You hang a strainer on your bedroom doorknob or a broom by your bedroom, and that way they won't come in because they'll be too busy being like, "Ooh, I wonder how many straws or holes are in this thing," and they'll sit there and count. And they'll either get bored and leave you alone, or you know. What about a pop Would that would that work? I think it has to do with things that they can like, oh, pull like, pull across or like, yeah. leave like piles of rice 
so they have to walk to each pile. I'm just going to hang a jar of rice. (laughs) Count this. Better yet, hang the jar of rice as like a booby trap so when they open your door, it falls on their head and scatters, and then they have to find all the pieces. And then you're also aware. And then you can also put another empty jar and be like, please deposit rice here while counting. (laughs) Also, if you wanted to read a children's book about this, because that's a great way to raise your children... Um, nope. <laughs> uh, there's a children's book called Precious and the Boo Hag, uh, written by Patricia C. McCassick and Anawumi um, Jean Moss, and the Boo Hag is strange and tricky and tries to do anything to get into the house, but Precious, the main character, um, is uh, told by her brother that the Boo Hag tries to get you to d- disobey your mother. Which is like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to defeat this thing. And so, you know, there's that yeah. story. Which is good. So that is sort of a quick overview of the Boo Hag in Gullah culture. I love which it. Which also I think is super cool. Just as a thing, because I did research from one of my papers, the Gullah tribe influenced so much music and yes. dance in the amazing. 1920s. Mm-hmm. Like, that was such an influential thing. And uh, it's from... West Africa. Yes. Yeah. But it's this sort of culmination of many it's, cultures. It's the Creolization area. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's absolutely fascinating. If you get the chance to go uh, see Gullah culture at all, the food, the dancing, the music, music everything's awesome. Whatever you can get your hands on, please just research and explore because it's it's fascinating and it's not something that a lot of people get to witness or participate. Really know about. Yeah. That is a part of the United States of American history mm-hmm. and culture. So. Yeah. Fun. Who's next? Whale. Speaking of... Whale. 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 <laughs> we don't have any whales on this podcast. <laughs> a whale. Oh, they're my favorite. We actually talk about whales in episode two. Cryptids. What? Oh, okay. What like a are back. you reading? What? What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's speaking whale. Well, if you didn't understand, it's okay. That's okay. Well, well, well. ish <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how we should hit on men now. <laughs> or retaliate. <laughs> True. I'm sorry, I only speak whale. <laughs> I only Except for that sentence and this following one. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only sentences I know that are not whale. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's not about a whale. <laughs> Crap, I hate you guys. Um, sorry, but we're mine distracted. <laughs> does that do with the trickster? Speaking of, you said tricky, and I was like, oh, what? Um, Mine has to do with Native American culture. Um, So mine's the trickster rabbit, and they like how they pronounce it. There's different ways, Um, but I guess the easiest one that I can pronounce would be um, Chukvi. Chukvi. Can you spell it? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. They've got like 12 different spellings on here. Um, Uh, The easiest one would be C-H-O-O-K- Dash F E E. Dig it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Chukfe. Chukfe. No, I don't know. That sounds like, uh, French. Chukfe. <laughs> kind of like LaCroix. I'm just like, no, it's seriously LaCroix. Look it up on their website. And people are like, LaCroix. It's, it's like LaCroix. <laughs> What's the X one? <laughs> That's what I'm. I'm like, it's LaCroix because it rhymes with boy because I'm a LaCroix boy. Okay. What's the nasty <laughs> sparkling water? LaCroix? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I saw they were like, rhymes with book. And I was like, so cook. Cook fee. There we go. Like, I don't know. Dig it. I, um, I picked this one fun backstory because I have a lot of Native American um, in my family. 
And so my dad's great great grandfather, so my great great three greats, um, was full blood Indian on his dad's side, and then his mom's side also has um, yeah. Indian. And so I picked this one because it comes from my tribe, my people, uh, Cherokee story. So like in a lot of Native uh, American culture, you'll hear um, like in their like folklore, quote unquote, um, they talk about the trickster coyote, um, and that's more of a northern like tribes talked about that, mm -hmm. and so you get down to more in the southern tribes. And then they talk about Trickster Rabbit. And, Loki. yeah, it's, it's a... It's Loki is what it is. <laughs> Southeastern Indian See, tribe. See, I was thinking Briar Rabbit. Because, oh. again, South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think the stories are really cute. Um, they've got, like, one, like, why the possum's tail is bare, how the deer got his horns, and how the otter, like, lost his coat. Short so basically, story. They're all short stories. Why is the possum's tail bare? <laughs> Sum it up. Sum it up, uh, so basically the, uh, so all the animals and all the stories kind of get together and they, like, boast about whatever. It's like, the otter story was like, oh, who has the most beautiful fur? And anyways, but the possum was very arrogant and had a very beautiful, used to have a long, beautiful, bushy tail and would, like, go up in the trees and boast and sing about it and be like, ha ha. And the rabbit got kind of pissed and was like, um, no, like, <laughs> because the rabbit also very recently before that lost his tail in a frozen lake. Oh, and no. so the rabbit was sad. That's why he like, has a little poop. Yeah, that's why they have a poop. And so the rabbit was angry that he was boasting about his tail was he just lost his tail. So they go to this, like, dance party and they're like, the... So prior to the dance party that they were, like, planning on having, he goes to crickets, who are known as, like, the barbers, because um, they're really good at cutting hair. And so he tricks this cricket into cutting the otter's tail, not the otter, um, the, possum. the possum's tail, all fur off of it, while he's dancing and boasting, because at this big party, and he doesn't notice it, until he realizes everyone's laughing, and he's like, oh, wait, they're not laughing with me. Then he turns around, and his tail is bare. And so then he faints. And that's how, ever since then, possums' tails have stayed bare. And they, and they play, play dead. dead. Oh, that's great. Because he got too embarrassed. So, so that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, all their stories are super, like... Life lessons. Don't be prideful. <laughs> right? Let me tell you the spider one later. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, so they're really cute. They're, like, they're all very short stories. And they're all, like, how, like, animals are now. So it's like, yeah. Origin story kind of thing. Deer yeah. got his horns. They're all very, very cute. And Probably I enjoy them. Probably someone looked at that, you know, possum waddling along and was like, how did that happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, I really, I enjoy reading them. I think they're adorable. And the, the rabbit does stay true to some of, like, the ideas of, like, trickster stories, though, because yeah. he uses, like, wit instead of, like, brute and strength and stuff and like he a lot of the stories he does like these little like, play on words and they're very they're very marvelous and I love it and that's why I picked that. I like it. And so as a society we went from playful trickster cute rabbit to water chip down. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my mind just went. See so my mind immediately went to like Briar Rabbit and Briar Fox because I used to listen to those stories constantly and so that is just another American folklore where it's like the rabbit is the smartest, most trickstery, mm -hmm. you know, thing. You know, but the turtle wins the race. That's exactly what yeah. I think. It's like, but it gets arrogant. Yeah, but and uh, loses I mean, things. as the There's... person who does not run fast, I'm like, but uh, yeah. the turtles persist. <laughs> yeah, actually, they used to call me turtle in fifth grade because I was so slow. Oh, I used to think I was so fast. Yeah, I, was I was not. Never. I can't breathe when I run. Sure. So I refused to do exercise. <laughs> not true. I think you exercise more than any of us. 
I rode now. horses. Well, now, yeah, was that was say, a lot of I, exercise. Now, it was, it was. I wasn't ever like you were. I, I, you look. You're in exercise. I, I was like, y'all can't. She see worked this. out today. I, this is day number. What did I say? Six. Five or six? six? I can't remember. Of working out. I hate myself. You don't Anyways. even need to worry though. As long as you hang out with us, you're the skinniest one in our group. So like, <laughs> but health wise, you did good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one last thing I'll say about this because y'all were talking about that one, uh, like the tortoise and the hare. Hell, like, yeah. Hare, rabbit, whatever. How like you know he comes off on the loss end, but the story like um with the Native Americans tricksters are kind of like um, heroic stories too. Like not that they're a hero, but they have the same. Like at the end, they come out like, unscratched, no matter what, like, mm-hmm. nothing really bad happens to them, like, even if they, like... But it teaches a lesson. It teaches even a if, lesson, so, like... So, hey, don't know. be so prideful. So it, it would be different that. than the tortoise and the hare, because had that been a Native American story, there would have been a twist somehow, where the rabbit probably won. See, yes. I, I could see it being the opposite way, where it lost, and, but it's still got, like, all the prizes or something. Oh, like, see, actually, like, that's my <laughs> mind went to the hare loses, and somehow it gets eaten. Oh, I've never heard that. That's fun. See, childhood. I, in my childhood, I remember the hair lost and was like, maybe I shouldn't have been so prideful. Actually, Sorry about that, dude. I think I lied because <laughs> in the deer story, they are going to a race, and uh, the winner of the race between the deer and the rabbit was a set of antlers, and they found out that the rabbit was cheating, and they gave the antlers to the deer. But I can't remember, something happens in the end that he still gets like... Jack I think, yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's actually what it is, that, the, like, that rabbit got, like, a smaller set of horns, and that's jackalope, whatever, and that's the deer, like, cutting the branches, whatever, with his horn, and so now, like, deer will still do that, scrape trees. Which, small story, but the jackalope is, probably got started because of the most common, which jackrabbits don't really get it that often, but most common around here are the cottontails. They get that, uh, those tumors oh, those, yeah. that grow, and they grow out of their face, so they kind of look like little horns or antlers. But it's so sad. Out of their face here, here or out of their face here? No, like everywhere. It's actually really everywhere. sad. It's this, Aww. it's this, like, sexually transmitted disease for rabbits, mm-hmm. and they grow tumors that eventually rabbits. make it so they can't eat. Yeah. So they basically start really to death. Sad. Side note, I'm actually kind of terrified of rabbits. But they grow out, like, <laughs> all over the face. I actually I actually have a picture of one somewhere because yeah, I, there were several one. out by my uh, so trailer. Sad. It is It is really sad. But that's where people uh, had reports of seeing a jackalope. But, like, an uh, animal that I really, really love that a lot of people don't love, which is, like, the story of my life, one of them is, is possums because my mom rehabilitates. Yeah. So, like, they have little personalities, and when they're babies, they curl up in your little hand. When they're babies. Ugh, and when they when they get to be adults, they, like, smile at you. It's well, so yeah, baby um, They don't wild. smile because I had one at my house, like, a couple weeks ago, and he sat, like, and at first I was, like, walking up to my door, and then, like, at night, and I was like, oh, look at that cat. <laughs> Beep. That was not a cat, and it hissed at me, and I was terrified. Anyway, someone else should share their story now. Yes, they <laughs> definitely hiss. Um, I can go next. I'll find that picture of the rabbit. So, mine is called the Hide Behind. It's a creature. I went with creature because I like creatures. It is from the woodland areas of Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan, which is considered the logging country. Minnesota. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you also say big. <laughs> Gotta get the big. Yeah. yeah. So, the Hide Behind is very elusive. And they can hide behind almost anything hey. to avoid being seen. Uh, they just naming people. Yep, yep. Well, but no one's ever seen it. So what else would you call it? They conceal themselves behind trees and rocks, and they can even stay like just behind you to avoid detection. So you can be like 
whip it around trying to catch it, and it's so fast it can like stay behind you. Huh. Creepy. Um, since it's almost like never child. seen, <laughs> there is much debate about what it actually looks like. It's been described, which I don't know how, if they only catch like flashes of it in the corner of their eye. This is what they came up with. Um, canine, wraith-like, and even humanoid. Bentley. <sighs> not it's big enough. Bentley. Not big enough. <laughs> he grows when you're not looking. So, some of these, like, divide, diverse accounts can also be attributed to the fact that hide-behinds, they say they can, have the bit, like, they can rapidly change their shape, which is also pretty oh. cool. Uh, so, experienced loggers and trackers knew that the slender body of the hide-behind is covered in long black fur, thick enough that its front, back, and face are indistinguishable, and that its forelegs are short, powerful, and armed with bear-like claws. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so they were often, um, it was kind of a convenient excuse to explain away the creepy sounds of the woods and bloggers that oh. went missing. Yeah. Bloggers? Yeah. Loggers, lumberjacks. Sorry, guys, I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm trying. I'm getting ready to move. My brain is not yes functioning. So, being that it's called a hive behind, it's far more likely that you will hear it wrestling throughout the underbrush, racing from tree to tree. And even though it's always hiding, it is considered a deadly hunter and not shy. It no. seems that no matter how fast you move, the hide behind will move faster. And like I said, you can whirl around and maybe catch a glimpse of it out of like the corner of your eye, but it will always be out of sight behind a tree. So it's like so those little it, dots that you see out of the corner of your eye. Like the shadow people you see in the corner of your eyes? Could be I a hide behind. If like um, those little glimpses that people are able to see, if they're like, are they just like black, like shadowy glimpses? Or, well, like, for me, it's clearly the tiny goblins keeping an eye on me because the Goblin King's in love with me, duh. That's why I got shadow people. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Every time I say shadow people, Heather just looks at me and shakes her head. (laughs) So what's kind of creepy is how patient they are. They will stalk you through the woods, waiting to find like their perfect prey, and they can go seven years without eating. And they tend to eat intestines the most. It's a snicky snack. In most accounts, fire seems to be the only weapon against the hide-behind. Not only will bonfire help keep them at bay, it is said that they won't eat a drunk person. Because they have an intense intense aversion to the odor of alcohol. I will never be eaten by one of these. Which seems very strange. The two people who shouldn't be drinking. Carry a flask around with me and be like, ooh, de <laughs> The fire part, I just, side digression because I watched Jungle Book today and it reminded me of Shere Khan. Oh. Anyways. Yes. I love that movie. Such a good movie. <laughs> so, what's, what I found most fun about the hide behind is uh, the popular culture it's in, sort of now. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, the Fantastic Beasts franchise. We haven't seen it in the movies, but it's used on the Pottermore site. And yes. on Pottermore, the hide behind is the result of a demiguise, which we see in the movie, mm-hmm. and a ghoul breeding. And I really like that she added that on the website because it really it's a, plays an important part about the new world wizards and, I guess, you know, what came America. So it's mentioned in the tale about Isolt, Sayer, who came from Ireland. She came across a young Pukwudgie who had been caught by a hide behind. 
And it was what I like, how she definitely, like, looked up the American folklore of this because it was about to be disemboweled. The website's words. Um, when she cast a curse in a freedom, um, she then ran... Rain. I wrote rain. She then ran into the same hide behind later after she saved Puckwudgie. And it had just killed two people and were about to kill their sons, which turned out to be wizards. Um, her and the Puckwudgie destroyed the hide behind, which is pretty impressive. But so the two young boys became wizard, were wizards, and she later found her husband, which was a human James. But the four of them created the four houses of Ilvermorny. Oh, nice. So, like, the hide behind was a direct thing that caused the creation of the Wizarding House, the Wizarding School. Gosh. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And the Wizarding School of America, cool. So I also just think it's really awesome that uh, J.K. Rowling. Rowling? Rowling. I always thought it was Rowling, because everyone says it's Rowling, but I don't remember. I think it's Rowling only because I've seen like British people say it, and I'm like, I assume they're probably But they right. also say Van Gogh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, super awesome author of the Harry Potter books, J.K., uh, I think it's awesome that Just she kidding. clearly went and, like, found this information of an American sort of folklore creature and yeah. used it, which... Bleepin' awesome. Well, yeah, which I just love it, because it's kind of obscure. You know, people don't talk about it anymore. But it's also really fun, because, do you know what other popular media the hide behind is in? You and I watch it. We do. Gravity Falls! Oh, yeah! Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, so, shoot me. you can see a page about it in the journal. Cartoon Network, um, but we're so we're what's really, and Dipper. Like, yes. Um, but Gideon creeps me out. Gideon. Yes, Gideon Gray. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I only dislike it because um, my ex and then some of his friends like enjoyed it, and I'm like, you're grown men. Why are you watching this show? Anyways, cartoons. Are we're grown effing women, and it's so creepy. Anyways, it sorry. is creepy and it cool, is, which is why I liked it so much because I like a good creepy. I heard that it's like one of the only like kid cartoon shows that actually have a storyline though. It like does, a yeah. like yeah, a like, really overarching one. And then yeah, it actually does fun. touch on a lot of philosophical so concepts Universe. towards the end. Yes, so, so does Steven Universe. Steven Universe. Steven Universe is also lovely, but it's a lot of seasons. I think the main <laughs> plot gets a little lost every now and then, but it comes back. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Gravity Falls, really cool. As they're going looks. through the episodes, um, you see a flash of the page that the hide behind is on in the journal. And then in another episode with the shapeshifter down in the lab inside the tree, mm -hmm. it is looking through the journal and it shapeshifts into the hide behind. Ah. And it looks a little bit like Groot. And so since Aww. we have never seen the hide behind in the show, it's theorized that the shapeshifter has seen the hide behind. And so it transformed into what he had seen. Ah. Which I think is pretty cool. I dig it. Just Gravity Falls to me is a fantastic children's show that adults can also watch. But it just so you know, personality wise, I am Mabel and Mor Morgan is Dipper. Yes. But <laughs> what I didn't know is that there are in between season shorts because I didn't watch this on the Disney Channel. I yes, watched it on Hulu. So I went and found them because in Dipper's Guide so to the Unexplained, he has a whole little mini sode about the hide behind. And it's really cool because he like sees it run from behind the shack and so he chases it into the forest and you can hear like the sort of rustling sound it makes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's got his little camera, and he's like, oh, I've cornered it behind this single tree, and it's like this really skinny-ass tree. And he goes behind the tree, and it's an owl with a maraca. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think is hilarious. So he's like, oh, you know, I give up, and, like, drops his camera in his special, like, mirror suit so that he could see behind him. 
But, um, you know, so he's like, I guess it just doesn't really exist. And as he's walking away through the forest, the hide behind emerges from behind a tree and starts to jump from tree to tree following Dipper through the woods. And it's really creepy, but also really cool because he's like a weird contortionist mm -hmm. going behind the tree limbs. And so he's, instead of just being like, I'm just going to get skinny and hide. No, he's like, must reach this branch. <laughs> and like I throwing his legs. <laughs> we, can take, we can take a picture of the hide behind. I think I'm going to make some gifts actually of our movement because we've got some good movement going on. We can, we can get a picture <laughs> of the cartoon hide behind <laughs> with me mimicking it. But I thought that that was really cool. And that, again, a kid's show would take into the detail of the wrestling and the hiding behind yeah. trees and stalking people through the woods. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Are we getting ready for, uh, for <laughs> my hide behind? We're going to do it later. My hide behind. Behind the tree. I would be terrible at hiding behind a tree. Oh, my God. I've got a giant <laughs> hole in my jeans. You see my sausage thighs oozing out. All right, who's next? Heather's turn. It's my turn. turn. <laughs> I feel like I should just You can't use that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a standard repertoire kind of folktale, but it's the Jersey Devil, but I picked it because I find it, I don't know, I find it interesting, and I first learned about it in a lot of my pop culture references, which I will do a little bit later. Okay, so this is a legendary creature from southern New Jersey, and the creature is often described as being... That word. Um, he has wings and hooves. And um, I'm going to know the bird. Yes. Yeah. So some descriptions have been he's like he's kind of like a kangaroo. <laughs> kind of like a goat. He's got abs. Kind of like a bat. Like so. They're just. <laughs> That's he's what just, Kat's concerned about. <laughs> well, no, I saw the statue once. <laughs> oh, see now, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um. And he he's known for uh, emitting a blood curdling scream. Very, very good description, guys. Um, ah, ah, yeah, that's blood curdling. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can do one, one but I'd, do again, I don't want my blood to curdle. I'd break the mind. And death. Okay, so the oh, that's probably already curdled. It's a condition. <laughs> Actually, yeah, y'all need to. Okay, so the Jersey Devil originated. It says with a Pines Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, who is more known as Mother Leeds, and. So we're gonna, um, so the Jersey Devil, yeah, he was the 13th child. So 13, first of all, number, also, like, girl. 13, 13 yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely girl so, 13. So what's funny about that is she had 12 kids, and then when she realized she was pregnant with the 13th, she was so mad and frustrated, <laughs> she cursed the child you know, while it was still in the world. If I found out I was pregnant with my 13th like, child. Damn it. I have a... Side note: I have uh, my great secretly thirteen kids. No, <laughs> well, yeah, but like my my uh, great grandmother had uh, what was it? it was eighteen children, I think. Holy like God. I have a very large family for a reason. Like honestly, if that's what you want, <laughs> that's great. It just sounds like a lot on the downstairs area upkeep. I'm just um, thinking of how could I stand living with also financial. Oh my god, I can't even do that. Anyways, okay. So, um, yeah, she... Well, that's easy. Spread them out, and as soon as it's old enough to walk, send it off to work. That's and that's why we had child labor laws? <laughs> they definitely didn't have that back then. Now we do, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so she cursed the child in frustration, crying that out that the child would become the devil. Um, so, during 1735, when she was in labor on a stormy night... It always is a stormy always night. always a stormy <laughs> night. Dark and stormy night! <laughs> um... She, uh, 
She, she had her friends gathered around her while she was giving birth. Kind of like she. I mean, I wouldn't want my wife there for not the just my wife, friends. Time. Like it's specifically friends, not. I totally have you guys in the room. I would not. I mean, I, I would not stay in the room. <laughs> I've heard women say that by the time it's at that point, you're in so much pain, you don't care who's looking at your hoo ha. Like, yeah, get it yeah. Out. Actually, a little bit. Like, if y'all can help, like that's fine. Help the doctor. Get it out. <laughs> get it out of me. <laughs> Anyways, so the child was actually born normal, and then um, slowly, that same night, slowly started changing to have hooves and a ghost head and bat wings and a forked tail. And it started growling and screaming, and it killed the midwife, which is why I do specify that she her, she invited her friends to this. As and well the as midwife. midwife. Yeah. Um, and so... That's it, very nice. Yeah, so it killed the midwife, and then it flew up the chimney, and started heading into the pines. Um, and there's, like, there's speculation that Mother Lee was actually a witch, and the child's father was the devil, and that's why he became the devil, not just because she cursed him. Um, why is everyone, like... Stop photoing. You're not photoing. I'm, I'm not. Photoing. I'm photoing with my laptop closed. The entire <laughs> You're one off. of those tourists. Oh my god. <laughs> Instead of an iPad, I'm going to walk around with my laptop and take selfies on the photo booth. I love it. Okay, so what's interesting to me about this is that he actually was called the Leeds Devil until the 20th century. That's when all of a sudden we L-E-E-D-S. So that, that was his name. He was known as the Leeds Devil, not Jersey Devil. That's a 20th century thing. So I'm kind of curious, like, what newspaper, what book, what, you know, thing yeah. kind of changed it. He strolled and Probably found one day. when they started having sightings in the New 20th Jersey. century. They're like, no. no one knows where Leeds is. No, no it's because he strolled into New Jersey one day and was like, hey, can I get a hot dog? That's exactly is what that happened. Is that a Jersey accent? No. That's impossible. You know, Jersey. that's fine. Where is New Jersey? <laughs> it's northeastern, so... What do New, New Jerseyans sound like? New Jersey? Like New Jersey? Jersey. That's Jersey. Right. Jersey. Like Jersey wow. Shore. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That. We're wrong. <laughs> Apparently we're wrong. We're getting dirty looks from that. <laughs> I was like, wow, these are... I mean, frankly, my accents are horrible, but I have never met anyone from Jersey who said they were from Jersey. But, I you have. Know. You have? My so old art she, teacher. Yeah, okay, so she has, okay. she has experience. It's not just, you know, on TV. She's just, like, sitting here like, wow. But, but, you know, but also, was, we're a bunch of Southerners trying to do Yankee accents, and it's just not going to work out for us. I occasionally, Damn Yankees. Occasionally, I get a Canadian when I'm saying sorry, like, it, by accident. Like because happens. of Jackie. Because no, person. No, because I used to tease Jackie, and now it's a part of my language. Yeah. And then I say wicked because of Dr. Mariani, because she's from Boston, so I'm like, I'm just going to be the culmination of all accents. Come on. Yeah. Um, anyways. I think they may have changed it because that was a good tourist track. Like, 20th century, that's when, like, freak shows were happening. That's when people were, like, really into the occult and all that kind of stuff. And we still are, but, like, that's when, like, come to the city. Come to Jersey. We have a devil. Come see the Jersey devil. Like, that's, you know. Come get lost in the Pines Baron and make us come spend millions of dollars searching for you. I feel like that would be a great vacation. Honestly, if you're listening and you know why the name got changed or how the name got changed. Please tell us. Comment and let us know because I would, I would really, I didn't get enough chance to do full thesis like research for this podcast like but yeah. I feel like, like I should know that answer I feel like we should too um type away Morgan type 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 but uh until then I do want to talk about pop culture reference because I first uh, it's really sad I first learned about the Judy Devil actually watching Sleepy Hollow and in that show it was really cool spoiler alert um he was an American citizen during the Revolutionary War who was like, experimenting, trying to create like the best creature and like to win the war. Oh, and he accidentally turned himself 
into what would be later known as the Jersey Devil. But he lived like forever. He had the horns. He had he didn't he didn't have the goatskin and wings, but like he had definitely like horns. And, and he then had, the Jersey he was, Devil had wings. Yeah, he oh yeah. Wings. I yeah. mean, obviously, I'm gonna learn he is, with the picture. Yeah, you uh, find the Jersey Devil as social statue. media does. Actually, I might do the I might do yeah, the statue. But like, he was just like a normal dude in like Revolutionary War clothes with horns and like you know, kind of like scaly skin, but like a dragon. Like, <laughs> well, he didn't know the god. He, was, like, he actually spoke. He was really intelligent. So it, you know, but it was one of those things. Like, um, I think that would be my war cry, though. But apparently, he's also in. <laughs> I uh, know. I that's like little turkey that I just around. Um, so the Jer- Jersey Devil was in the fifth episode of the X Files, which yes, it I was. Say supernatural because I was like, of course, everything. I'm actually hoping it is. I don't know if I if, the, if you haven't done the Jersey Devil yet, Supernatural, you've got plenty of time. Work it out. And I okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Texas friends, <laughs> you know. I feel like they. Did but it wasn't the Jersey Devil. I don't, maybe I, I want to do know. something really specific. And I'm there's not, a lot of episodes in the woods. I was gonna tell them how to do it, but then that would be spoiling the most recent season, so I won't. Um, also, you know, I know you got your writers, you know what you're doing. Okay, um, it's also appeared in video games. There's actually a PlayStation game called The Jersey Devil. Sorry, just Jersey Devil. Um, actually, a lot of video games. I mean, it's a terrifying creature. Use it. Oh, the horror film Thirteenth Child. Revolves around the legend, like thirteen times. Oh no, you're gonna be the next devil. Okay. You know? Okay, so I think we should all make a pact. Never have more than thirteen children. Yeah. Never have more than twelve. The thirteenth is the bad one. Yeah, you can have twelve. Carson, you can have twelve. I, I was gonna say focus. none of us are going to have twelve oh, children. I love children, but not that many children. Yeah. Oh, okay. and apparently, Extreme Ghostbusters. They had an episode of the Jersey Devil made me do it. Ghostbusters. I don't know if that Ghostbusters, but cool. <laughs> I kick. I kick. <laughs> but um, I liked. All the, we had like a good variety of what would be considered American folklore. Yeah, because, because it's not just the Revolutionary War and everything that comes from that. Like, it's, like we've talked about it before, but like the multiple cultures that make up yeah. the United States of America. And I really like that we just gave a little, yeah. little bit, not enough, because yeah. there's only four of us and there's only so much time in the day. But we will. This will be a recurring, maybe in a year or so. Yes, more. for sure. And that's that's the fun thing about living in America. Like, not to get political, sometimes it gets frustrating, but. The fact that there's so many different kinds of people and that there's such a wide variety of like folklore We're that we get to draw pot. from. I like it's mixing salad better, but my students know why. I prefer a mosaic. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, because oh, melting like pot means we're becoming one thing, and I'm not really that big on becoming one thing. Yeah. I like the individuals contributing to create a larger picture. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why I do the mixing salad. You still have the individual, individual flavors, but it's creating this really awesome thing. Uh, but Can I, like I mosaic, those like, like little, like, noodles that you get sometimes? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We did that or mandarin oranges. <laughs> I'm going to be the garlic um, crouton. We're in a separate salad. It's cool. <laughs> no, we're going to mix it all together. And it's going to be weird but good. Okay. Hashtag weird but weird good. Weird but good. <laughs> I would like to be a part of a watermelon feta salad. Thank you. With See arugula. Now? I don't, I don't. I don't know if that's really... Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, so... Yes, I'm pulling up all the cool stuff. If also, you... I know that the, the the word that you didn't know at the beginning, it's Wyvern. No, that's not the one. But Wyvern's good. That was the one that I was talking about. Oh, I figured it would be. Um, okay, so if you have any uh, suggestions, any comments, anything like that, we are always welcome to hear that. We have an email at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Um, if you want to see... 
any of our visual representations or, you know, yeah. just gifts of us, how we act, so you can actually see how the recording Yeah, we're all going. performers. So. We're just, I'm very animated. Um, that was going to be on our Instagram at the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Our links and everything should be on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is the Possibly Haunted Podcast, and Twitter is Possibly Haunted Pod. Um, pod. And uh, if you are, you know, listening to podcasts, if this is the first time, if you're doing it through Buzzsprouts, we're also on iTunes and... Stitcher. 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 I always say and Google Play. And Google Play. And Google Play. We're on Spotify now? I think I was going to say Twitcher. I don't know. Twitch. I don't know what that's a thing. Oh, I thought you said Spotify. I was like, I said Google Play. Ah. Yeah, so uh, Buzzsprout, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Google Play. Play. That was brain work. Um, (laughs) But please comment on our social medias and emails. Please let us know if there's anything you're interested in. Please let us know if you know anything more about the individual stuff because we only have so much time in this podcast. And we'd love to hear from you. We've seen some of the lurkers. We know you're there. And just remember, listeners, that oh, you God. could be possibly haunted. I don't like it. I don't, I'm going to have to edit this. I know. Oh. We witnessed that visually.